Welcome to Here's the Thing, where we talk fitness, lifestyle, human nature, and everything in between. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Happy Sunday, y'all. It's been a minute, and I tell you what, uh, I wanted to do these often, but I want to bring value to you, and uh, some of some of what I want to do with this podcast is just shoot the shit, but a lot of it, um, I don't feel like I'm that interesting. So I want to be able to bring you guys value today. We're going to talk about keeping, no, taking stock, taking stock of your life. Um, S-T-O-C-K, I, I think. So I think I've talked to you guys about pinned notes. I use my notes on my phone all the time, all of the time. I have like over 100 notes. Uh, yeah, 146 notes and you can pin them. And so, uh, just like you can pin like a post to the top of your Facebook or your feed or whatever, or your Facebook page, I guess, maybe not your feed. And, and so I have, uh, what's my focus pinned. I have another note called good morning and I have another note called wait update. And at any given time I have three to six notes pinned and they're basically me taking stock of what what am I trying to accomplish? What have I got my eyes set on? What do I need to get done? What am I going to forget? Because uh, if you have any responsibility in life at all, you're going to fucking forget at some point some shit. We all do. So under what's my focus, um, one of the core things that I want to, you know what, let's preface this. Coming back from Maui, coming back from vacation, uh, I thought that I would be reinvigorated, newly engaged, super excited about life. Um, Oddly, as that normally happens for vacations, this vacation felt so surreal, I, I, I almost feel like it never happened. And so I don't feel like I really like even woke up from it so to speak. And so I almost felt like I didn't get some uh, supernatural drive that I always feel like I get after vacation. And, uh, you know, within the last week and a half, two weeks, I've started to really amp up getting back into the old, the old me, something that has plateaued over, over the course of a little while. And um, maybe it can help you. I call it becoming average, (laughs) becoming mediocre again. And uh, uh, just not focusing on shit, man. And so I had to reinvent myself. And you should reinvent yourself all the time. You should reinvent yourself every single day. And I think I do it to a good extent, but I'm very hard on myself. I would like to stay on top of my game probably 100 times more than most of you folks. So, uh, you know, I, I like to stick with like three things of what my focuses are. So like my focus right now is I'm freaking 30 years old and I feel like I'm 90 and I don't know why probably because I was a, um, a bro lifter. What do they call him? A gym bro, bro, gym, gym bro. I was a gym bro for a long time and just lifted, but I, I, I did uh, total body pretty, pretty quickly. Anyway, I have some just bad hips. So I started looking into some different type of stuff for range of motion and um, mobility and whatnot. That is going to be a big thing for me. I am 30. I'm not getting younger, but I do age like a fine wine. But I'm noticing that it's not as easy to age like a fine wine unless you're actually doing something to age like a fine wine. So I'm focusing on my uh, routine, uh, my bathroom routine, my skin routine, 
Um, I'm also slowing down mentally to kind of take back control of stress in a sense. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever thought this way, but to the degree that I'm thinking, but I've, I've mentioned it before to you guys, the, the, the audacity of the stuff we actually worry about. But lately, I've noticed my own inherent obsessive-compulsive worrying where I get stuck on something. And it may be good or may be bad. For instance, one little tiny sidestep, video games. I can get just fucking hooked into a video game. And just all, that's all I want to do is play that, play that, play that. One thing uh, in a book that I was just reading recently um, by Scott Kelly, a astronaut who spent some of the longest time in space consecutively, and uh, wow, good book. It is called Endurance, and uh, he talks about developing a very great ability to compartmentalize, compartmentalize things within the mind. And so he was talking specifically about the International Space Station, and he was working outside in space on the International Space Station. And he said his hands were cramping, everything's numb. They've been they've been out there for 11 hours. It sounds like the most grueling shit on, on off of Earth. The most grueling shit off of Earth. I guess the most grueling shit in the universe then. And he said, you know, but I had to compartmentalize my pain and put that to the side. Because I had a task to do. Because my life was on the line. Because if you become untethered from the International Space Station, you gone. And you're going to burn up in space. And so I thought, huh. It kind of dawned on me that day. I was like, man, that's something I've gotten uh, away from. And that's something that a lot of people don't know. Is compartmentalization. And understanding that what's right in front of you mentally doesn't necessarily have to be what's on your mind, so to speak. Um, one big thing for me is what I just talked about my obsessive thoughts. When I have issues with my fiance, they become life or death, not even relationship threatening. In my head, I overthink and overthink and overthink something so much it, that it's almost like we're, we're right in front of each other having this exact conversation, but we're not. And it's because I just, uh, I hyper fixate on that. And so I guess I've been taking, um, um, a lot more inner stock. I want to focus more on uh, decentralized finance. I'm a big. I'm, I'm getting bigger into cryptocurrencies. I do believe the uh, the dollar will be failing. Um, maybe not so catastrophically like Venezuela, and not that my five years in finance means that you should uh, be listening to anything I say about money, but. Uh, I just read on Forbes that inflation w has averaged since COVID uh, 5.9, 5.8%, something like that, which, uh, call it what it is, it's double what it was, and we're printing money. So uh, your dollar, oh, and then what was it, in October, last October? Yeah, because COVID hit last April. Last October through January, if you had, I believe it was like, $100,000 in the bank in October, it would have been worth like 75000 in January. So that's just an example of what's going on. So when I'm taking stock, I'm trying to reinvent myself per se, but I'm also trying to go, okay, stop, stop putting a blind eye to your life. Stop going 100 miles an hour with no fucking real direction, with no real commitment. Uh, and one of those things that's helped me is I started realizing I, 
you know, as much shit as I talk, I'm letting life pass by in the sense that I realized the other day, I'm just next, 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 next situation, next thing. What's the next, next task to work on? It's not, it's not that I'm not enjoying it per se, but I guess I am not even in it. I'm just doing it until the next thing. I'm going to bartend and make drinks until I got to go to bed. When I wake up, I got to do all this stuff. Then I got to work on my businesses. And then I got to do this. And then I got to do this. I'm, and I'm starting to realize that with the slowing down, I'm, I'm, I'm taking stock in what was just bypassing me. Not even enjoying the moment, but literally being in the moment, focusing on the moment, actually um, looking into the moment. And another thing that helped me was kind of uh, like this podcast. You know, I'm not just doing this podcast right now. You know, normally I am. I'm not looking. I'm kind of just staring around in the distance thinking about what to say to you. But like right now I'm looking at the dust that's sitting on my microphone that I haven't cleaned off ever for some reason. Uh, but maybe it's because when I do my podcast, I don't fucking pay attention to anything except for talking to you, which is great. But I can be more in the moment if I'm more observant. And I think focusing and observing on the current moment will will set us into more of a path that will be able to be curious and enjoy life. And so that's some things I have um, with my my focus. What's my focus? What is your focus? Because every day you're usually like, well, I have to go to work. Yeah, but that's not your your goal or your focus. And the fuck, that's not even what you want to do. You just have to do that to pay your bills. That's not a focus. Where are you trying to go in life? What are you trying to get done? And you need to keep that at the forefront of your mind because Good Lord, we, life fucking passes by so goddamn fast. I've, I've lost some more people. Um, if you're younger and listening to this, every thought you have will change, especially for you young men. Um, boy, I still believe that anything is possible, but when you start experiencing what life really is, you start realizing when you grow up, that your thoughts change, uh, the ideas you have change, your perception changes, your perspective changes. The next thing I have pinned is my good morning. This is something you guys should be doing every goddamn day, even though I didn't do it today. So don't do it every day. <laughs> Man, I talk all this shit. You know what? You should do things as much as you can, right? So when I wake up, I generally read the generally read the Daily Stoic uh, book I've talked about. I do my priming. I, I'm reading this like this is literally broken down in my notes. It says, good morning. Right under that, it says, read daily stoic passage of the day. And what day is it? October 17th today. So I'd read that day. Priming, three minutes of gratitude, three minutes of spiritual. I'm not very spiritual in the sense of Jesus Christ or any real God or religion spe specifically. Um, but I will feel connection with karma, the universe, with uh, those around me. Um, I send out good vibes to, um, you know, usually my inner circle to my outer circle. So from my immediate family to my extended family and friends and whatnot. And uh, I generally talk to myself in a very good light. And I generally say, you know, um, one of my favorite guys, Tony Robbins, his big quote, life happens for me, not to me. I'm the master of my own universe. I am in control of everything that needs to be controlled. And everything else is by the wayside. And I don't worry about it because it unfolds as it should. And I'm calm and I'm patient. And I talk like that to myself for a few minutes because that's how you should start your fucking day. 
And then three minutes to thrive, which is three things you want to get done for me. That's focusing on my my fitness and mobility. That's focusing on my money and focusing on putting more time in my family. And then read and learn. And uh, for that, it's for me, I've been reading almost double the time that I was before and or as I normally do, I suppose. And the reason behind that is because I you to change, you need to change. And I wanted, I didn't, I don't like, I have a fucking phenomenal life, but I don't like where I'm at because I don't like staying where I'm at. And the only way I know how to change is to grow. And the only way I know how to grow is to learn. And so I extended my reading time. So that's why I did it. That's a huge roundabout reason why. So it says read slash learn until you are content or losing focus. I started years ago reading with 10 pages a day and boy, some days it didn't happen at all. Some days I got six. Some days I got 20. Most days I hardly reached 10 and I was losing focus the whole way through. Don't force yourself to learn. Make learning curious and interesting and fun. Otherwise, you're never gonna fucking do it. Uh, and then I stretch. One of the things I'm starting to do now, Joe Rogan. Shout out Joe Rogan. Dude, this is the new JRE. What's up? Here's the thing. We're gonna be JREs, all right? We're gonna be that big. Uh, 100 Hindu squats. I don't get 100 in like Joe Rogan, all right? I get 50, and then my quads are on fire and cramping because I'm 30, and I'm apparently dying even though Joe Rogan's 60 and can do them. I got some quad issues as well as hip issues. Good God. And then uh, stretch until you feel warm and mobile for the day, and that's what y'all should be doing. You know, one thing I will always go back to and revert to you have to warm up for your day. I'm reading, I'm just starting my newest book, which, oh, I didn't even talk about my other book. Oh my God, we have so much to talk about now. Becoming a supple leopard. Leopards don't have to get ready to go chase a meal or fight for their life. They don't have to warm up. They don't have to roll out, foam roll. They don't have to prepare. They don't have to go get their gun out of the safe with the with the lock code combination, quote unquote, so to speak. They're just ready to go. Well, we're not. You need to warm up for your goddamn day. And then I play. I play with my dog. Because uh, for me, I don't do it all the time and every day as much as I should. But there are times where I don't want to do it. You know what I think? Maybe this can help you in certain scenarios. There's going to be a day when I have to lay this girl to rest. And I, I hope she lives a long, amazing, unbelievable life. But in in that moment, you know what's going to go through my head is all those fucking times when I was salty, when I was mad and upset, when I was pissed off at somebody and didn't want to play with my dog because of it, when Bella made me mad because she woke me up early and now I'm tired, so I'm like, man, fuck it, you woke me up, so I'm not going to play with you. Whatever it may be, I will regret every bit of those moments when she's not here anymore. So playing with her is important to me as well. And that's how I try to get my day started every single day. But the reason why I'm talking about all this is because of the other book that I'm most of the way through. Taking stock is important because knowing where you're at is the only way you can get to wherever you want to go. And even if you don't know where you want to go, guys, you want to go up. And that's all you need to know. You don't want to stay where you're at. Staying where you're at is dumb. You've already been where you're at. You're... You're good where you're at. Well, what if you could be fucking great where you're at? So shut up. Uh, the other book I'm reading is The Brain That Changes Itself. Neuroplasticity is incredibly real. 
The brain is very malleable. You are a not a rubber band. What was the quote he used? You're a you're a you're a you're a person who changes. That's not what the word he, word he used. Your brain rewires itself and it can never go back to its old state. And a lot of the examples in this book are how people are overcoming blindness, people in uh, uh, animal trials and stuff, but people as well are overcoming um, problems with limb, with their limbs not working after surgeries, uh, amputations, figuring out phantom pains, things like that. And basically, it's just the neuroscience behind how you are incredibly changeable by your environment. And this is what I'm talking about. This podcast is taking stock. Taking stock on your life is so goddamn important because your brain dare I say it, on a 24-hour basis, is constantly being rewired. If you're in a toxic friendship, relationship, uh, parent, guardianship, if you are in negative circumstances, those affect you. The people you're around, the things you're around that are positive, those things affect you. Uh, one example I'm, I'm thinking of is uh, my big, gorgeous, four-bedroom, three-bathroom townhome that costs an arm and a fucking leg, and our management is just shit. Just shit. And this place is built horribly. But good God, I wake up in this place every day like, let's go fucking get it, man. And that's something that's rewiring my brain to wake up motivated and ready to go, whether I want to believe that or not. Neuroplasticity is real. and so taking stock of where you're at, that's going to help you change to where you want to go. The reason why I extended my reading time is because I cannot be a stupid idiot if I just constantly read. Eventually, I will not be a dumb ape, as Joe Rogan says. Eventually, I will get to a point where I'm going to start seeing some growth, but not immediately either. And there, there is no end goal with this growth. And I think that's probably where you need to start. And some of y'all are going to be like, okay, I'm going to change. Well, I need to see the change. You know, like, how am I going to change then? Well, if you're losing weight, I want to lose 100 pounds. Okay, well, what would I look like at 100 pounds? No, no, no. There is no end to this. You need to find a way to just be curious enough that you want to change all the time without realizing where you're going and just knowing that you're getting better. Because most of us are like, yeah, I want to change to be a millionaire. I did too so badly that eventually I started falling in love with the process of what changing feels like. And then all of that other stuff is coming. Making money is coming. Status and wealth are coming. Being able to hire people and change my family's lives and my friends' lives and, and live luxuriously or however the fuck I want, live minimalistically and travel the whole globe, stay in one spot. All of that's coming because of my adaption to to, to love growth. Most people who know me in real life, they are astonished by the fact that they find out that I read. They're like, wow, that's, you read every day? And I'm like, well, not every day, but basically, I mean, I try to read every single day. They're like, oh my God, I, I haven't read since high school or whatever. And I'm like, well, I mean, I didn't get into reading until 20, but you can't pull me off of reading. Take away my books, take away my mornings, eventually I'm going to start reading again because I'm curious about learning and life because 
that's what's gotten me this far and made life fun and enjoyable. And making the money isn't going to make your life enjoyable. Having the money is not going to make your life enjoyable. Having the things isn't going to make your life enjoyable. What's going to make your life enjoyable is waking up every day and stretching to get warm and ready to fuck every day up. Learning, being curious about life, excited about life, until you go to the fucking grave. Otherwise, in your deathbed, when you're lying there in those final minutes, seconds, hours, days, you're going to be thinking. You're going to be thinking about everything you never did. You're going to be thinking about all the things, not that you didn't accomplish, because accomplishment can tie in luck as well as talent and skill, amongst other things. But all the things you never fucking attempted, like taking stock on your life and changing it. I wonder how many people go to the deathbed and go, oh my God, I had more control over my life than I thought, didn't I? <sighs> Flatline, dead. Like a lot of y'all just feel stuck. Feeling stuck is one thing. Feel stuck is, that's fine. A lot of y'all believe that this is life. Your life is what it is and you're done. It's just how it is. If you get the promotion, it's because you were chosen. It didn't have any influence from you. Life is malleable. Your environment is changeable. Your brain can rewire itself. You can become whoever the fuck you want and however you want. Do you truly want to be a business person, an entrepreneur? You can do it. Do you want to work up to being a CEO at your current job? You can figure it the fuck out. Another living, breathing human being, more, li more than likely less capable than you, just knew that they could because they believed that anything was possible. You are limitless. The mind is malleable. Everything takes time. You underestimate the fact that if you started today changing, <laughs> That was one of my Facebook shares the other day. One year from now, you wish you would have started today. If you would start changing today, start reading, start trying to just learn. And you don't know, you don't need to know where to start. That's another thing. Our new roommate, not really new roommate, uh, my fiance's best friend, who is our roommate, is uh, starting to try to figure out how to increase her income and stuff. And she just keeps saying, I don't know where to start. And I said, quit saying that. You already did. The whole process of starting is, is looking, figuring it out. You want to lose 100 pounds and you don't know where to start, but you're on the treadmill trying to figure out where to start. You already started. St you, you made the decision that you wanted it. Now you just start putting out the feelers. Well, I want to make more money. I only have weekends free. Well, what the fuck could I do on the weekends to make money? And then you start figuring it out. You want to start changing your life? Well, how can I change my life? I don't know. CEOs read on average 60 books a year, and that was before Audible. And now you can listen to books. I bet you the average CEO reads 100 books a year. You want to be a CEO? No, I want to make a lot of money, though. I don't know. That might be a good place to start. That's where I started. I make way more money now than I, than I used to before I read. Not to say that those two are correlated, but they're fucking correlated. Take stock on your life. Your mind is changeable. You are in control of everything you need to be in control of. You have all of the tools within you, as Wim Hof says. Look up Wim Hof breathing. <sighs> and take a deep fucking breath because that felt good. Go get you some this Sunday. I got to head to the fiance's dad's and take the Mustang that my fiance has. I don't know, 55 Mustang? I hope she doesn't listen to this. I'm not in the cars that much, but her Mustang's sexy. Um, and I'm, we're going to do a trunk or treat thing today. 
it is the middle of October, so uh, candy will be passed out to the children, and I will be snacking on some myself, I hope, if there's some chocolate. I'm not much of a candy fiend. Um, if you got issues in your life, if you got stresses, if you got worries, if you have inherent problems, if you feel stuck, if you feel depressed, if you feel anxious, I want you to know that you've been there before and you've gotten yourself out of it. Everyone else has been there before and they've gotten themselves out of it. You have the power to control it because you have the power to change it. You have the power to influence your mind. You have the power to put, you have the power of figuring out what goes into your body. You get to choose what you consume literally liquid, food, informationally, what goes through visually. You know, you don't have to listen to bullshit. You're, they're your ears. What are you doing with yourself? Your mind's changeable, y'all. I'll see you soon. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. Guys, you can find us at our website where we have a store, a fitness application. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our blog. Go hit the website up to see all of our programs and guides. We'll see you next week.